you know, looking at the stats and seeing how many Americans are on psych meds for depression, anxiety, you know, or, you know, ranging from extreme to just sort of like everyday human experience, seeing how many kids are on ADHD medication, seeing how many of us are taking sleeping medications and the side effects. And I was like, how is it possible that it's on, it's in every pharmacy in Australia, it's prescribed by doctors in Europe, even the taxi drivers in Mexico know the difference between essential oils and flower essences. And yet in the US, we have just so thoroughly embraced pill in a bottle. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's Ariel Anderson, and here we are. It is the first week of the month, so it's midlife pregnancy and motherhood week. But I couldn't help it. I couldn't wait. Katie Hess, who you heard at the beginning, incredible. I just couldn't wait another week. So I have included her in this week's conversation because we all need this. I don't care what age, where you live in the world, uh, this conversation about creating and just getting real with your story and the transformative reality of flowers and how they can change life versus using pharma or depending on other things that uh, will shift your reality uh, in more ways than one. And Katie Hess is just the incredible alchemist and founder of The Lotus Way. Uh, she authored The Flower Evolution and I have so much to say about her. It was a stunning conversation, touched my heart and my soul, and there were moments of vulnerability on both sides, and I really, really appreciated the just the truthness of it all, and uh, there's so much, there's so much I want to say, but before I jump into that whole conversation, of course, I want to say thank you for being here, for yourself, uh, for being in the circle, the IP circle, Imperfect Parenting, being who you're meant to be in the best way that you know how in this moment. And I hope that this conversation, like some, like many that we've had here, can be one of those things that helps move the line where you want to be in your world. And oh, there's something moving right now. And I really hope that uh, you can get just even one thing from this podcast. Now, I will tell you, honestly, that there were interruptions and I asked Mats not to edit them out because it is the reality and I don't want the clean, perfect version of reality, but I wanted to really show how things came through. I cannot believe either one of us could keep focus with cat and daughter uh, entering the circle, but I think that when there's an important conversation, what I've noticed is that's what happens. The universe... Uh, challenges you to be in your purpose, be in the moment in a powerful way. And um, this is one of those examples. So we're, I'm going to share this conversation with you right now. Uh, she has a beautiful story and just makes me think so much of, um, of the journeys that we all have. And, and I love it when she tells us truthfully as an entrepreneur, how long it take, took to get to the moment that she's in now, rather than look at me, I'm perfect. And I did it in three seconds. And now I'm a millionaire and life is good. And you know what I mean? Uh, especially with all that's been happening in the media lately. So I, I ask you to come with an open heart. And if anything here speaks to you, definitely jump into the description and check out her website. It is so beautiful. Do the flower quiz, check it out. And if it's possible for you to order something from her, I'm, I'm not an affiliate though. Probably someday I should be because I'm in love with these uh, flower aroma mists and the uh, anointing oil and the uh, elixirs they, that she sent me. I was expecting something tiny and I got this incredibly abundant, generous box 
I'm so thankful. She's generous of soul and in every way. And as well, she's going to be offering you 15% off. Uh, you'll, you'll see uh, down in the links in the description how you can do that. And uh, I think it's definitely worth it. I've noticed massive shifts. And I'm going to do a whole little podcast just about that experience because right now I want you to be in the moment with Katie Hess. So without further interruption, rambling, or uh, any other pauses, let's just dive right in with Katie Hess. So welcome, Katie. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. I just, I have chills even just saying your name. I feel like this is just such a perfect moment for for me, for our audience. Um, Something special is going to happen today. Oh my God. It's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Uh, So we we just started rolling a little bit before we got on and uh, Katie's Uh, talking to us from Arizona. I'm in California. We were just talking about transitions and moving. And I think there's so much happening in the world right now. People are making unexpected or chosen, (laughs) chosen and not chosen um, changes and shifts and their location and their lives. And internally, there's so much happening in a way that you know, people never expected, which makes your work just so much, uh, so crucial and essential right now. But before we dive into all of that, uh, you guys are going to love this podcast. I just already feel it. And we haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about. It's just going to happen. That's how we like to do things. But we want to hear about you, Katie Hess, like what, uh, what brought you to this moment? Um, little, whatever you're willing to share with us about you. I know that you have a family and there was something about Spain and the the spark of everything. And I'd love for our listeners to hear a little bit about that. And me, I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. Let's see. We can do the abbreviated version. Uh, I mean, I guess it started when I was an only child. Uh, I played a ton in nature and flowers and trees were like my best friends. You too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I just kind of had to wait. It was like this, I, when I was a kid, I had this like impending frustration, like craze because it was like, I know I'm here to do something, but I can't figure it out. And I don't know where my people are. And I'm stuck in a small town and I'm in this little body. And it's just like so frustrating. And so it was, it was like, as soon as I graduated from college, I was like sprinting out of the gates, trying to figure out like, what would be the vehicle? Like, what would I actually do? And through a series of coincidences, by that time I had already lived in Europe for a couple of years, um, lived in Mexico for a couple of years, and I met an expert in flower essences from Madrid, Spain, who was phenomenal. He only taught in Spanish, and he was like his, his training was just mind blowing. And he said that if we could get three percent of the world's population to actively be working with flower remedies every day it would change the outcome of the future for our planet, that it would create such a tremendous ripple effect of positivity that something would tip and change. And he wasn't specific about what, um, but I felt like I can do this. I, you know, I can, this is something I could do for the rest of my life and never see an end to it. You know, like we're constantly growing and evolving and the thought of connecting people with flowers that could ease their life or help them express themselves in a way that was bigger and beyond what they imagined was so exciting to me. And so I thought, okay, uh, I can do this. I started a business in Mexico of all places. was seeing people, uh, I created my first little brochure in Spanish. It was very cute. And then I did that for a few months and I had been living there for a couple of years. And then one morning I woke up and it was just like night and day. I woke up and I was like, I am in the wrong place. I need to get out of here within days moved back to the United States, uh, went to Arizona because it was January and I wanted to go somewhere warm. (laughs) And then within two weeks, it was like, everything sort of fell into place. It was, you know, in retrospect, thank goodness I had that feeling of wanting to come back because within two weeks of moving here, I had um, kind of like reacquainted myself back with my spiritual family. And While I was in Mexico, it was more like the nuts and bolts, like this flower is for this. If someone's getting a divorce, it's like this. This is how it works, right? 
And then when I came back to the U.S., it was more like, you know, practicing meditation every day, meeting Tibetan masters or, you know, masters from Asia and really going to do the, what do they say? It's like, doctor, heal thyself first, you know, like the, right. the all the things about me that needed to be purified and cleansed and looked at and explored and questioned. And anyway, I think I made a long story long, but for the first 10 years, I worked with people one-on-one and that was, it was a huge like self-education process where my clients taught me so much. And uh, I worked with my teacher's flower essences for seven years. And then after seven years, I started collecting my own. It was like this honing my own intuition as well as doing uh, purification practices to kind of like clean up house as much as possible for myself. And then at a certain point, I was just like, this is insanity. I am in a tiny office and I see people changing in front of my eyes within weeks and nobody knows that this exists. Like, you know, looking at the stats and seeing how many Americans are on psych meds for depression, anxiety, you know, or, you know, ranging from extreme to just sort of like everyday human experience, seeing how many kids are on ADHD medication, seeing how many of us are taking sleeping medications and the side effects. And I was like, how is it possible that it's on, it's in every pharmacy in Australia, it's prescribed by doctors in Europe, even the taxi drivers in Mexico know the difference between essential oils and flower essences. And yet in the US, we have just so thoroughly embraced pill in a bottle. Um, So at that point, I felt like I have to make this into a way that's more readily available to more people. And it just can't rely on my time and people coming to Phoenix. So then that started the whole other journey of like, how do you grow a company? How do you hire a team? How do you do accounting, marketing, uh, all the rest of that stuff? And then, you know, write a book. And um, so fast forward to today, we have a 15,000 square foot building in Phoenix um, where we can do classes and education uh, programs and treatments. And um, we have a micro school here. So you might hear kids and teachers shouting in the background. but yeah, that's kind of like everything in a nutshell. And we are growing and evolving as stably and internally as quickly as possible as we've ever been in the beginning. It's just kind of like my philosophy has been it can only be as good as we who run it. So we have to always be devoted to our own personal growth. And we have been, which is not always easy, right? <laughs> personal growth is intense. I mean, all that you've talked about is massive. You've just done such massive work. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I don't know, you guys have to, I'm going to put the links in, but you you have to look at this website. As soon as I just started exploring all the things that, excuse me, all the things that you are putting out in the world and working with, it's just, you know, it's so whole. There's so much there for people and, um, I'm curious. There's actually, I have so many questions after listening to you just now. I've been in my mind listing out all the things I want to ask you for our listeners and for myself. But the first thing would be just how how long was this journey? You know, when you first had the spark of okay, you had that conversation, and okay, I want to do this, and moving to Arizona, and then the whole growth process. Because a lot of our listeners and and also us, like restarting here, uh, you know, it's been the whole marketing, all the things that you were talking about, that kind of growth process. It's it's bigger than people realize, you know, that just even doing your bio and like, how are you putting yourself out in the world is, is big. So was it years, months, weeks, decades? Years. Yeah. So we just hit our 20 year anniversary from from, you know, starting the company in the United States. Uh, the first three years I worked another job, you know, cause I just t- to build up clients. Um, so I was worked at a health food store for a little while. And then I worked as a crisis counselor until my spiritual teacher said, you need to do your business full time. And I was looking at my calendar, like I've only got four clients this week. <laughs> jump off the cliff, jump off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. We have those people in our lives who push us. Right. Yeah. Um, and then 2010, we released our first products that anyone could buy. And 
2016, we released a book and then that started a whole flurry of events and traveling to Asia every summer. Uh, yeah. So and and, I saw you know, some of your videos. They're gorgeous. The videos of you exploring yeah. the flowers and the, oh my God. Yeah. It, it's gotten better over time as I've learned to just trust what's fun. I think in the beginning, I went through so many of those, like what I should be doing and what other people are doing and what I think mm -hmm. I'm supposed to do. And then when I just did what I really, you know, had some kind of spark to it, that seemed to do better in business, which is funny, but. I'm so glad you said that, Katie, because that is over and over where I find myself and my clients and actually every coach, everybody I've listened to, that's the, the key thing that comes up is that sort of mechanical, what you're supposed to do for a business or to grow something that is often very draining actually and time consuming. And then suddenly there's, there's this aha moment, hopefully <laughs> that you, you shift into doing things in a way that, that works with who you are and your work. And because each person, each, even if it's a similar journey, it's absolutely unique, right? I mean, uh, what were some of the things that were different for you in that moment or in time happened? Yeah. Like there were there, you know, there was a good period of time where, Oh my God, there's just so many, there's so many failures. Um, <laughs> That's where we learn, experiences. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, from like when I first started and it was like, well, that flower essences are only in health food stores. So it must be flower, you know, must be health food stores. And then setting up at, you know, one of the U.S.'s largest trade shows and paying lots of money and going down the tube, like ready to set up and chatting up this guy, like, how is it, you know, do you love the show? Like, do you do well? And he was like, do well. This is not a money-making show. This is just like promotion. And I was like, <gasps> you know, we spent how many thousands of dollars? And in the end, it was like the health food store didn't want us. Like they didn't want us. Maybe Whole Foods did for a little while, but like really as a whole, they weren't interested. If I look back in retrospect now, I think what was happening is that the flower essences themselves were acting as a protective mechanism because the route that we took was was much better for me. We ended up through in a whole other series of coincidental events um, working in the spa industry. And um, the first customer I had, we ended up finding a night blooming cactus flower on the day that they hired me. I found out that it only blooms one night a year. It wow. Changed, and that one flower changed my life overnight. It was like I went from seeing clients one on one to how do I make 300 gallons of soap and lotion and the president of the United States at the time was coming to stay and we needed to make him presents. I mean, it was like super surreal, like jump. Wow. And that was night blooming serious. I just throw that out there for anyone who's like ready for a big leap. Uh, that flower is really powerful. And what else? It was like, okay, then spa trade shows. Imagine me, right? Like, <laughs> I don't wear high heels. I wasn't wearing pantyhose. I didn't have skirts. I didn't get drunk at night at the bar. Like, I mean, and granted the spa industry has evolved a lot, but when I first went in, it was like, ah, oh, I just don't even know what to wear. Like I don't even fit in here. And, and, you know, we made it work and we developed incredible relationships in the hospitality industry. And, and I ended up meeting some of the most fabulous people, but you know what? Like, when we stopped spending $5,000 per trade show and we started spending money on, okay, no business coach would have recommended me to do this except for an intuitive that I work with. Her name is Robin Sandomirsky. Um, she's on my website in case anyone wants to <laughs> see her. She was like, well, you're launching your book. How do you want it to feel? And I was like, what? I want candles and flowers and I want it to feel like India and I want there to be color and music. And, and so we started buying, like we would have these events called flower lunches where we would buy like thousands of fresh flowers and build these giant mandalas and rent wow. venue spaces and make edible flower food. And like no business coach would have said, yeah, buy a bunch of fresh flowers and then throw them into the river the next day like, you know, but it's, it like resonated so well with our community and people that somehow found us. They were just like, oh my God, what is this? And I, I need it so much. And I don't even really know what it is, but I need it. So, 
I mean, just as an encouragement to your listeners, if there's anyone out there who wants to start something in their communities or a business, I really feel that if you do what feels right to you, there's a whole bunch of other people out there who will, they'll either be attracted to it or they'll be attracted to you being in your zone, like the full expression of you. Yeah. And it'll just work. I think it's that giving yourself permission to be your full self and put that out there, that that could possibly be accepted in all its weirdness, individuality, and these ideas that maybe someone has or hasn't done. There's the, there's the oh no, everybody's done that. But no, they haven't because they're not you. you know. Or, oh, nobody's done this, so maybe nobody wants it. But if you feel it, there's a reason. So I love that you're talking about all this because I think that is another stuck place is that the shoulds of what you should do, like you were talking about earlier, that didn't really work out for a reason. And thank goodness, <laughs> because, you know, I, I listen to some of the women that you have, you know, on the website talking about their experiences. And it's interesting that you use the word feel because I didn't, in listening, you guys are going to have to go listen. The, the, the women were, I, I felt them. It wasn't just blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about words you know, they've got a script there or a few sentences that they wrote down. It was really, you could feel it. I could feel in my body their own experience. So I, I love that you're you were expressing it like that because that was actually how I experienced even the testimonials, which I found unusual. And I've seen a gazillion, like we all see them popping up in different you know events and uh, things that people are putting out there. So I, I just wanted to express that because it came through even in there. And um, no, 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 no. Oh, excuse me. That's my... My cat from Czech Republic who just <laughs> pushed her way into the room, even though my daughter very sweetly did not come in. Cat is decided she's interested. Whenever, whenever there's something interesting or there's a feeling thing come on, she just pops in. She used to do that. Now, I, I worked in, in training and uh, coaching, but I also did massage and wellness and did one year at a, uh, at a spa. So when you talk about that, they just the experience of it was was strong. And my cat, though, when I used to do individual clients, excuse me hey hey miss I'm gonna toss an apple her way little piece of apple hey she's curious <laughs> she's curious because all the moving boxes are here uh I I I lost my train of thought kitty, kitty stop it oh I'm sorry I'm gonna have to kitty it's okay just a second yeah it's okay miss cannot be messing around in that box now I remember what I go play with Ella <laughs> thanks for your patience now i remember it was all about the cat okay okay sorry about that month uh that's my, my husband and my editor uh yeah my cat every time there would be some feeling going on or something kind of she would smoosh her way into the room and she would go under the massage table good and i of course couldn't have anybody there who didn't like cats but i would say oh they're Somebody once said, oh, the cat has come to do work. Thank you. <laughs> you're getting, a, you're getting a, a dual massage today or, you know, energy work because I would work with, the, you know, energy mm -hmm. work as well. And sometimes there were conversations about uh, flower essences and whatnot. And um, anyway, so I just, a moment of that. So thank you. But that feeling piece is so strong and I love that. Maybe that's why I connected. I could feel that because that feeling piece is so strong and my world. And though it's not something I always talk about on imperfect parenting, it's deeply a part of our lives and it's slowly seeping in. And maybe that's something I'd like to ask you before I, I want to um, touch on essences and essential oils for people and, and elixirs. But I would like to know how you've managed to, to integrate things together. You know, you were, you were talking earlier about, you know, I don't have high heels and this and that, but now if I understand well, from what I've seen, you're, you're a mom, you're, a, you know, a woman on the planet, you're a creator, you're a businesswoman. One of my questions that I love to check in on, and I feel also with you, is like, how do you integrate all those in together in a way that works in your daily life? Because that's a big thing that comes up for the listeners is I'm the person I used to be before my business and my family. I'm, the, I'm a family <laughs> member. I have this daily madness. I have my work. I have my spiritual journey inside of my destined work. So I listen to you and I think, how have you worked with that piece of the journey? 
Uh, You're going to be as honest as you feel like. (laughs) It's a tough one. I know. That was a really good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that before. And I think what I've done just, or what's happened is that it's basically all in the same bucket. Mm. So like um, I live, so at my house, I live in a sort of kind of community. There are maybe six of us in one house that we share expenses they're also sort of like my spiritual family. So we do spiritual practices together if we need to. Um, and they also, so one of my roommates runs the micro school. One of my other roommates uh, teaches art and movement classes with the kids. And then one, another roommate, um, she runs a way of chocolate. She runs a dark chocolate company and puts our flower essences in it. But she also helps us here at Lotus Way. So family business community and then my business is my spiritual path in some ways you know not necessarily like the sitting practice portion but it's my devotion you know like if I have to jump into customer service every person I help is like I'm fully 500% there devoted that's my spiritual practice or um, you know negotiating or marketing or storytelling or anything like it's it's my devotion Um, so it is my spiritual practice. And then last year we were going to this Vietnamese restaurant for lunches and I kind of, I don't want to say adopted, that's not quite right, but like became a caretaker for a while of an eight-year-old little boy and he's now attending the school. And, uh, so I guess what I do is I just like throw them all into one pot and, make it all work somehow spiritually money family community everything and then people can come in if they want to support this huge vision and if they get things out of it which inevitably they do um yeah and then I guess that's how we do it here and in Asia wherever we go (laughs) what what would you say is like the one of the bigger challenges in in daily life with with um with this beautiful practice and, you know, Lotus way. And now you've got, we're going to move in the direction of uh, flower evolution, but what, what lately has been a a bump, a hurdle you've been working with? I think, I mean, this is one that's kind of generic. I feel like it's happening all the time. And then I'll tell you one that's maybe a little more personal, but the first one is just like choosing where to put my time because I mean, literally, you could work every hour of the day and never get it all done, right? And especially if you're visionary, you're gonna constantly keep trying to push an envelope and do new things. So it's really like, where am I choosing to put my time every day? And is it on the things that only I can do? Or am I doing things that I could hire someone to help me with and then I could do my genius? That's been a huge issue, like forever. Um, You know, I think I'm getting better at it, but still it's hard I mean it's hard as women to like receive support I'm getting better at it um but that's oh yes (laughs) that's a big one it's hard we need it we might even complain about it in our minds that we need it you know and then but then when it actually shows up oh (laughs) I'm supposed to open this open my arms up and say yes you know instead of yeah you know yeah, and then, used to doing things on your own or whatever, even though you have a great team, I'm sure, but it's, there's certain things you get in the habit of. I notice, habits. yeah, I notice that I personally am willing to do anything without any, like I never have an attitude about like taking out the trash or cleaning the toilet or like any of the things that, you know, I, I will happily do it. But then when I go to ask other people to do some of those things, it's like, uh, you know, and then I'm like, why, why do I feel, you know? Is that resistance there? (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of like an everyday work in progress. And then, I mean, for all the moms out there, like, wow, I just, it's like incredible. I I think there's no other more important job out there than being a mother, other than being a caretaker for your elders, but that's kind of the same thing. Um, It it is, (laughs) it is. Whoever's home with someone, you know, and having to be responsible for them, it's massive. I mean, I think in my decision, like in my arena, it was different because he wasn't my child or he isn't my child, right? So it's evolved over time. I went from spending 80 hours a week with him to like becoming a little bit more 
auntie. And, um, you know, knowing that I can do what I can do. And also he's not my child. So, mm. um, but I think if I did have a child, that would probably be first priority. Like there really isn't anything more important than taking care of another human being. But then again, like even when I was rolling 80 hours a week, he was here in this building and yeah. I was working when I could and hats off to moms because I know it's a lot. It's it's interesting that you're talking, you're, you're addressing that because uh, it's one of the things that I, I hear come up. It's massive in my own life. And it's actually a conversation I have with my, my nearly five-year-old, uh, you know, that she is incredibly important to me and a priority. And when you feel a calling to not be doing that is also, it's as painful as not being with her. So it's this constant push pull. And so it's just having the conversation uh, in a way, I mean, at any age, I think that they do understand to some degree, but it's also in your own mind, you know, it's what you were talking about before about that prioritizing of what gets your time sometimes you don't need to be doing all the things that you think you need to be doing. Right. And, <laughs> so, and bringing and the joy factor back. And sometimes you can't, like if you're looking at a child, for example, um, I mean, just in my case, I know it's easy to say, but like, I can't teach art. I can't teach Tai Chi. I can't teach Vietnamese. I don't speak Vietnamese. So like, if those are all important things for him to learn, well, I can just like happily let go and, you know, allow other people to teach him and to do yeah. their, their, their excellence, because I can't do that. I can't be a teacher, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> some, some people are really good at homeschooling, but that's not me. One thing I will say is having a community helps so much. Like I know that almost every single person downstairs, if I needed help with, you know, either like either my niece or the little boy that I'm talking about or anything, they would jump in to help. So if you can create everything around you to be like this community where people don't mind pitching in, like, you know, if I had a child, I'd probably be breastfeeding at work. And then maybe if I needed to hand off the baby to somebody else, I could, if, if that were, you know, so it's like, how can we come together as women? My company's all women mostly. So how can we come together and support each other in ways that we can kind of blend those roles a little bit, makes it easier, I think. Definitely. And I think that people, you know, I, uh, along with imperfect parenting, I do uh, midlife pregnancy coaching because I'm, I'm over 50 and my daughter is young. I had her almost at 50 and I had an incredible experience because I trusted my body and I used the things around a lot of the things you're talking about using intuition and I had support with acupuncture and herbs and different things as well. And, uh, but a lot of the things I have some women coming to me saying, Oh, but should I do it alone? And this and that I said, well, it's really, whether you're alone or you have a partner, regardless community is essential. And if you don't have a good supportive community, you're going to feel stressed. You're going to lose pregnancy. There's all these things that come up. And, you know, I think that in the last year with all the madness that community has, people are starting to realize how, important community is even if they didn't before uh and hopefully you know can be inspired you know for example what you're talking about just to create that community that ohana that uh, the, the family that we create for ourselves the community is uh it, it can be life-changing not just if you have a family but for you as a human being uh to relax into your own spiritual journey your business journey whatever it is there's something about having that that community around you that is, uh, yeah, it, it alters things. And sometimes you don't even realize that it, it's something you need until you don't have it in a moment when you're, you're needing it, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know? Totally, so. totally. And if you, if you choose people to be around you who have the same values as you, like they truly want personal growth. They truly want to see the truth of the way of the world or themselves. Then it's easy to blend. Like, like I can work with people during the day and then we can go out to dinner or go running or go to the gym together in the morning. And that doesn't seem weird or spend time on the weekends or have dinner. Like you can kind of, it becomes like a family and you can work together. You can play together. You can create things together. Yes. Yeah. It, it can, it can work out that way. 
Absolutely. It's, it's for us partly why we ended up in Northern California because where we, and in fact, this, the way this uh, place where we're living now popped up was just very serendipitous. And, uh, and I think it's due to our spiritual coming back to ourselves and spiritual journey as well. As much as Prague was deeply spiritual, the only issue was that our, our language skills weren't good enough to have the experience with people except on an mm-hmm. internal level. Sometimes there's that missing piece of wanting to be able to also talk about things. So, uh, but I want to, I want to, I'm proud we've gone in so many directions and I want to come back around, which is, I love, because I'm just enjoying the, you know, this time with you and, uh, and you have just, I, I'm, where am I going with this? No, I, I want to come back around full circle to, to flower evolution because, and that video that you have uh, is, is stunning. It really takes you through it, but I would love for you to talk about, um, <clears throat> where that started, excuse me, I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what moment you decided that uh, this book needed to be and, uh, yeah, just what needs to be said about that. Yeah. I always wanted to write a book. I just didn't know how or what, I, how I would get there. And then it just happened. It's so nice when it just happens. <laughs> I was at this huge spa and wellness summit in India and it was one of the most amazing events I'd, I'd ever been to. I mean, the, the keynote was the holiness of Dalai Lama, which. Oh my gosh. Like talk about blending spiritual and business. So like c- crash collision of those two. Um, and Which part of India were you guys in, just out of curiosity? We were in Delhi. And uh, yeah, and so who else was presenting? Was Louis Schwartzberg, uh, like a Hollywood cinematographer who specializes in time lapse with flowers and bees and beautiful things. And so he and I were just kind of chatting and this other woman was there. She was the MC of the event. And she was like, you guys should do a book together. And we kind of looked at each other and we were like, yeah, we should. That would be a really good fit. Um, And he just happened to know the CEO of Hay House. And then he had a like a right hand guy working with him, Scott, who just put the deal together. And it just happened really quickly. You didn't need to get an agent. Oh, wow. I mean, it happened quickly in terms of the idea. But then, of course, right, the year to write it and the year to edit it and then release it. Um, and I think it's one of those books that's like, it's almost like an encyclopedia that will continue to teach people for many, many years, but it's not like eat, pray, love, you know, it's not like the hit of the publishing company. It's like this kind of subtle thing that will grow over time. Um, the one that you keep around and keep referencing back (laughs) to and kind of have all the little sticky notes and bookmarks and little yeah. marks where the things you want to, you, you discovered along the way. That's my wish. I mean, that's my hope. Um, and, you know, we've always been like painfully ahead of the curve. So at some point, and it's happening right now, people are just becoming so much more open to taking things internally, like flower remedies. Thank goodness. Because what you were talking about before, I mean, I've, I've been in different parts of the world and it's funny all the places, at least that I landed, you know, I think of, you know, when I was in Kauai and there was, I remember collecting different flower essences in different parts of the world, you know, Oh, there's this one in Kauai and Oh, I got this amazing one in Australia. (laughs) And, you know, just like holding them like the jewels of, you know, my family or whatnot. And, uh, and they can be transformative. And I also find that I'll forget and I'll just sort of move in another direction. And it's like they're waiting for me, and you know, coming back to them. And it's interesting because I rediscovered my collection in this move again. It was, wow, why haven't I been using that? Except for Rescue Remedy, which is just sort of hanging about all the time. But uh, there's something when it's so more, much more individualized, uh, when you really are going to the things that you are called to that is, is so powerful. And, uh, and I, I, I took a peek, you know, at yours and I, I couldn't help, but be attracted to some of these. I thought these would be perfect for our moms, like the expansive presence. And funny, I also, I was, I wrote down the ones that called to me the most, which was night blooming, expansive presence, game changer, truth teller, luscious embodiment and open heart, because those, of all of them I felt were so powerful for so many of the 
things that, that, that women write to me about. It's this, you know, wanting to connect with their partner and themselves, this being willing to be the fullness of what, who they're meant to be and, and being willing to show the world that and willing to dive in like so much of what we've talked about. It was just interesting that, that those, and I just thought, oh, I've never seen something written like this before. And so how would you know, first, I want to go back to like the real basics because, you know, my father works with, um, works with essences and is sort of a holistic chiropractor and integrated medicine guy. So it's been in my life and, you know, as a Californian, you know, for a long time, but that's not the case with everybody. And it's not even the case with everybody who's in California or, you know, my neighbors maybe, but not the ones on the other side. So can you (laughs) help people to understand, because I know that there are people out there who would benefit so much from this, but would you, I I looked and I saw that you have a subscription and there's all kinds of great things happening, but these beautiful, um, experiences for people, but would you help people to understand the difference between, for example, an elixir, um, an essence, or if there is a difference, uh, essential oils and, you know, just the, the key things that people sort of get confused about, because I think people just get overwhelmed and then they just step away, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure that happens with, with our website too, because we have so many different remedies. So let's see, first is Remedy is elixir is essence. All three are the same. Um, We tend to use the word elixir because we felt like sometimes people would hear essence in the States and think scent. Yes. Um, So there's that. Um, But really, they're all kind of the same thing and they don't have any scent. They're taken internally. Alcohol, water, we add honey to make it yummy. And essential oils, as you know, highly aromatic, all parts of the plant. It's kind of like the blood or the immune system of a plant. I tend to think of the part of the plant that is used is how it's going to help us. So the whole body of the plant would be something like tea or tincture, and that's working on our physical body. The essential oils, like the blood or the immune system, for in most cases, if you put it into a carrier oil, it will boost your circulation and immune system. Also good for nervous system, but on a more sort of short-term basis. And then uh, and then you have like the mind of a plant or the consciousness of a plant that is then in turn working on, on our consciousness level. Um, I guess the main thing is if, if, if some of your listeners haven't worked with them before is just to know that they're super gentle, like even pregnant mamas can take them and they work very quickly. You should feel a difference within three to five days as long as you're using it four or five times a day or you know putting it in all your water, coffee, tea. Um, and then the easiest thing is like, just see what flowers you're attracted to. Like, you don't need anyone else to tell you, like, you know, like there's a part of you that knows exactly what you need. You just look at the flowers. Like we have a, um, like a little quiz button on our website where you literally just pick like what looks prettiest a few, you know, (laughs) eight times, and then it'll come up with, okay, start here and try this. And then just, I I've been telling people lately, take it recklessly right like just be reckless with it like you have permission to like take it as much as you want right in a, in a world today where we're like oh so careful and t- uh, tight about everything it's like yeah. be, be reckless like go nuts <laughs> and and then in a few days you'll be like oh that's so interesting I wonder if that's it I feel mm. so different mm. and, and and you should be able to you know people should be able to detect something and- is different and is there, are, is there a recommended, you know, just take four or five mixing if people were to say, oh, I love all of them. Like how many, <laughs> or, you know, for example, I, I found like five that I thought were six that were really amazing, but is there any re- reference or recommendation, you know, if people are trying to self-prescribe? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I do personally is I pick one like top, like this is my main priority and I'll mm-hmm. take, I'll take that internally and I'll commit to myself. I will take this internally um, five times a day. And then if I want to kind of layer things on top, usually I'll do it like in the mist or the anointing oil, or if there's like an essential oil that I'm, okay. I'm going to love. And it's going to just be like a yummy experience because we work with both the, you know, the internal flower remedies. And then we also work with aromatherapy as like a nice, sensuous way to get the flower essences into your system. Uh, 
And then if you're just like really confused, we generally recommend starting with a blend that we have called Infinite Love. And if you if you work with that for a few weeks, it's sort of like a catalyst, like it will will bring to the surface, um, you know, what the next step is after that. Okay. Um, that helps to clarify it a lot more. And I, I have to ask the question because, you know, I have maybe my, my information is old from my, my dad, but uh, it used to be that you would keep flower essences away from things, for example, like coffee or strong electronics and things like that. And I saw that, it, unless I misunderstood in your subscription, that you give both an essential oil and a, an, an elixir. Is that correct? Or, or just like if people have them in their home, should they keep them separately? Like what's the current philosophy on that? Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to worry about like mint or toothpaste or coffee or any of those homeopathy, oh, okay. homeopathy things. Good. Uh, I find that they work amazingly with essential oils in some ways okay. it even, even makes it even like stronger. So it doesn't do that. Like where it's taking away the, the strength, like it does in homeopathy. No. Okay. I haven't found that at all. Why don't you come cuddle? Honey, why don't you come cuddle a little bit? Is daddy oh. going to work? Sorry. Oh. Oh. You know what? Hi. I just have a couple more questions. I want to ask, look at that nice, remember I told you? I think that was nice lady. Oh my goodness. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Is daddy downstairs? <laughs> no, did he leave? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did he give you anything to eat? No. Oh, that's Hungry. cool. Oh, Hungry. Can I ask you, I'm just, I would like to have a couple more minutes, but I also really want to make sure that you aren't melting down. That's no fun for you. You know what? I put something in the door of the refrigerator. It's special for you. In your little, on the door, on the bottom is your special place. You want to go look and see what I put there for you? I also put in your cupboard some nice snacks all together. You want to go check that out? Thank you. I thought, I thought the same thing too. I was like, she's hungry. <laughs> yeah. It only goes tragic when there's food and often my husband forgets to feed her. Um, that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> but um Oh, I was going to say yeah. to, to finish your question. Yeah. The only, the one thing you did mention was electronics. Like you, yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. Like you wouldn't want to take um, an elixir and just like set it on your computer or something. Okay. Okay. So more electronics and less about the nice, the smelling things. Okay. Yeah. That's good because maybe I mixed it in my head and, and I definitely would want people to know that also that they, if they buy one of your amazing products and then they stick it next to their cell phone in their purse, that it's not taking away from things. Like, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Every time <laughs> so I put tricky. it, every time I put it in my bag with my cell phone, I'm always like, Ooh, a little cringy, but as long as I, it's something that I use up within one month, it's okay. Oh, okay. If I were okay. going to, you know, put it in there. Long-term for... sit it next to the computer or something, not have that, not have that be the living place, you know, yeah. have it be somewhere else. Arms length away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Did she find your snack? I can't find any. Oh, in the in the refrigerator door on the very, very, very bottom. And then look in your cupboard. I, I will be down in just a few minutes. You can drink from my magic water cup. Would you like that? Okay. We're just we're, we have I just have a couple more questions and then I'm all yours, okay? I think it's two more questions. Yes. Do you want to lay there on your magic unicorn blanket while, and you can hear it drink from my magic water. It's like a little got stars wow, on it. Fancy. Yeah. You want to drink that? Oh, there's the hole. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the, the home office <laughs> reality. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> oh my God, totally. This is this is that moment of uh, equally wanting to give the love of you know a passion of work and and the child exactly what we're talking about. A hungry child is always the first priority. Yeah, I've learned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna trump everything anyway. So, uh, huh, let's see if I can come back around here. So we were talking about the flood. Thanks. So thank you you know, for, for clarifying all that, because um, there's so much information out there and you're trying to get it all clear in your head. And that, uh, and that's super important because when you invest in something, 
um, that's come from love and spirit and intuition and the way that, you know, you guys have there at, at um, Lotus Way. It's, yeah, you, you want it to last and not, you know, and not be one of those people who buys, for example, <laughs> something and then it doesn't work and you don't realize why. You just blame the product rather than there might have been some circumstance. Like when people buy the, the crappy vitamins from the drugstore and don't realize that it's because they're only getting... 30% of them and it's not high quality and not well sourced. And anyway, um, which speaking of well sourced, I, I really love that you had a piece and uh, something that I was reading or listening to talking about how sometimes you talk about the journey of, of the sourcing of things, because uh, again, that's that education piece. That's so important that people don't realize that uh, who's picking the herbs and how careful they are and, if they're organic or non-organic or where, you know, whatever the, the journey is, is uh, it affects, it affects what you're taking into your body and how that affects you. Uh, so I love that you have that in your, I don't know, in, 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 oh, could you, sorry. Could you stand still for a couple minutes so I could focus, honey? Thank you. I love you so much. <laughs> I know it's tricky. I know you're ready for my attention and I'm, I just really want to focus and give Katie my attention so that mommy doesn't sound like an ADD person. Cause I do that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I get on another planet. Uh, anyway, let's come back. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Would you mind just to give the audience just a little sample of if somebody called you or one of your amazing people who's worked with you and they were calling, I know that uh, it said something about having a list of, you know, either emotional or uh, physical or something else. Um, having a bullet point, you know, list and um, then something happens. Would you give us, even if it's just a couple minutes, a taste of if I called you? or one of our, our uh, listeners called you or your people, what, what would the experience be to um, find the right? Jesus, Ella. Oh my goodness. Well, Here I we think, go. yeah. I mean, I think if you were doing like a consultation with yeah. Rob, Robin or Aaron, you'd want to come with a bullet list of anything that's like bugging you. You know, I always tell people, I don't want to know what's going right in your life. I'm sure you'll have a ton that's going right in your life. Just bring, bring us the dirt, you know, and we'll give you the flowers. Um, but based on, based on circumstances, I would say if you're able to open up our website and your, your daughter can even participate if she wants to, mm -hmm. if you tell me the flowers that you're drawn to, I can do like yeah. a little, like a little mini reading. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean right now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give this a try. Maybe, um, so the maybe... flowers versus the, the mixes that you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's give this a try. You're going to disappear for a second, but let's, I'm on your site already. So there is a, should be a little button in the upper left-hand corner on the phone as well. They take our, is that take our quiz or yeah. Okay. I just missed that there. And let's then see if I can get it as many flowers as you like, if you're, it'll give you like six choices on the first slide. And then you can tell me the name of the one you're most drawn to and you can advance to the next slide. And you can tell me as many as you like, or if your daughter wants to pick them too. Um, oh, okay. I'm trying to get back to that. Um, excuse me. Oh my goodness. It popped up and then it disappeared again. It's harder on the phone, isn't it? Is there a way to get it back once it disappears? There was a, that doesn't work because as soon as I go on, it Aww. kicks you off. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I can, I can tell you the, the mixes that I was attracted to was the expansive presence, the night blooming and the game changer were the biggest ones, I would say. Um, yeah, then I would say probably. And, and that's, that's what's been coming up for a lot of the clients and, um, and the, yeah, the people who've been writing in is this sort of mm -hmm. coming back to self, that integrating we were talking about and, you know, how to, yeah, that, that jumping off the cliff being willing to fully show up for themselves and people in a way that, you know, works with that, continue that harmony, you know, seems to be a big one, huh? Yeah. I mean, I think, 
Yeah, I, I mean, there are so many flowers, like literally anything and everything you could ever imagine or that you're experiencing, there's a flower for it. Um, and, and like you said, some of the things that you're most drawn to right now, we released last year and this year because, because, right? It just feels like yeah. time. And I think expansive presence, that's like a bouquet of flowers for really being able to embody your full divine self. Um, whether it's like being more expressive than you have been or allowing yourself to take the throne, like be the spotlight, uh, um, receive support from as many directions as you'll allow yourself to um, and make things easy and effortless. I think sometimes mm. we work so hard and to just expand into allowing yes. it to come. <laughs> effortless, exactly. <laughs> Rather than making things harder than they need to be, right? Yeah. Working and then, too hard. If you're drawn to night blooming serious, I should send you some because that's that's like the typical you're not doing baby steps. You know, it's like you're ready for this huge leap in your growth, whatever that next iteration looks like. And and game changer is, you know, another one of those. It's like where you have so many things to do and it, it starts to feel heavy and you're like, what do I do first? And it just gives you this kind of like light, easy, effortless feeling. That'd be amazing. I would love to tell our listeners, you know, in the, you know, I always do a series of lives before the podcast and around when the podcast comes out, I love to share bits of the book and that would be really fun to share with them the experience as well. That'd be really great. Yeah. And I, and I would recommend like, you know, for people who want to try the flower remedies, I would say go for it and try it. You don't really know until you try it yourself, you know, like what that actually feels like. Um, but then we also have, um, like a flower card deck. So for people who just love Oracle cards or like you want to have a deeper conversation with a family member, like which of these flowers are you most drawn to? And then it'll tell you something about yourself, not just the flower, but something that's happening inside of you. So it kind of Mm. offers this like window into self-reflection. That's so sweet. And then there's, I think having guidance and especially the cards these days, since you know, of course, virtually, you know, people are meeting, you know, like we are now. And if somebody calls up, you know, one of your amazing people on your team, uh, and it's nice to have a personal experience sometimes and cards can be so um, helpful in that way, especially uh, in a time when people, a lot of people are feeling quite isolated, as you were talking about before, you know, suffering as a result. And instead of reaching for those pills that have so many side effects and often work against you more than they are for you in reality. Uh, you know, this is just a stepping stone, that reminder and kind of continuing the relationship in a different angle. I love that. Yeah, oh sometimes, my gosh. <laughs> sometimes we don't even know what we're experiencing, right? Like we've been taught yeah. to kind of push it out of the way so well that sometimes it's nice to just have this kind of objective flower, you know, reflection of like, oh, is that what's going on inside me? Mm. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, sometimes we're not totally aware that these things are stirring on the inside. Well, and you're right, because we've been taught as grownups. It's one of the things I like about spending time with kids. I'm, uh, I was an international school teacher for a while. And the thing that I love the most was just that reflection, that reminder of that thing as grownups that we're taught to sort of undo and unknow is that deep intuition and following it, you know, without question versus, you know, oh, it's not convenient to feel right now. So we're just going to push that away. Or oh, that's just probably some blah, 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 whatever it is that the conversation that, that comes. So I, I love that idea of that sort of deeper reconnection with self and, and what comes up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's funny. There was a woman in Czech Republic who um, she only, she didn't speak English, but she, she loved, she just had, she was a, uh, psychic intuitive uh, woman. And she said something to me that stuck forever because we were talking about just like at the beginning of this podcast, that relationship as an only child to nature and how essential that was. And as much as loving people and connecting with people and having community is super important, that peace with nature is important. And she said, just remember nature, unlike people gives without taking And I never forgot that because it just, you know, yeah, that's obvious, but it was just this, you go to nature and yes, you, I do believe you're having a, you know, a, uh, a mutual relationship. There is something happening. There's a give and a take on an inner level, 
but on an energetic level, it's always feels like you just feel so full and grounded and, uh, yeah, so I appreciated her for putting it into words. So. I know my, my spiritual teacher always says, um, like when you're walking in the woods, the trees are cleaning you, they're purifying you, they're cleaning off all your stress. And mm. then he, he always says, I don't understand these humans that think they can save the planet. He's like, humans can't save the planet. Only trees can. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Wow, that's so smart. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I love this. I, lo- I, I'm so happy to be sitting here with you. I could ask you questions all day long. I think about, you know, being in Prague and my, the first, you know, I, I think somebody gave me a book, plant spirit medicine, which sat mm. for so long, you know, in my hands before I was even vaguely interested in any of these things. And uh, there's just so much to explore, you know, on your website alone, there's so much, you know, in your, in your company. And I don't know what be, before we sign off, I guess I would, like to ask the two questions that really have been ringing in my mind before we say goodbye, which is one, um, what would be some, I don't know, last words of, I don't know, to think about or to contemplate or wisdom, like for, for parents out there who are on their very imperfect journey um, in connection with your, your work. I don't know, some last words for them. I would say that wherever you're at, there, there, there is something to make your life easier. There's something to create, you know, the fluorescences can create more space, more uh, being in the present moment, more moments where you can connect with your kids. Kids love fluorescences and they respond very quickly to them. So it can be this shared ritual and shared experience. And, you know, you can take it as far as you want to go. If it's just like, I want to feel calmer, that's very easy. If it's, I want to like unleash the wildest part of myself that's in there that I know is in there, but I just can't seem to put a finger on it. That's also there. So Mm. whatever you're looking for, I would say you can find it in the world of flowers and you can bring your kids with you too. Oh, I love that. And kids do love ritual. My daughter got the kids version of Rescue Remedy and she, it's been a religious part of our move. She's just loves that sort of taking it couple of times a day and now have the grown-up version she has the kids version and <laughs> kids like to do you know things with you and I think it's also a good reminder for the adults because kids will be more consistent often with these things and then it reminds you as well so you kind of help each other in that way so that's fantastic and I lied I realized there's three questions <laughs> the, the other one would be like why um how would why should people choose you you know there's there's different flower essences out there what what makes yours special and uh other than you because that makes a difference the your energy I'm sure ripples through your your team and that for me makes a big difference the person the people connected to the creating what else would help people to make a decision if they were to you know be looking online going to Whole Foods whatever it was yeah so I always tell people to look at to really look at people's websites. So if you were like, I have five flower essence companies, right? Look at who the founder is, look at their faces, look at their energy, see if you mm. resonate, see if you're drawn to that person. Uh, because like you said, it will ripple through. Um, and, and, you know, also it's not necessarily like, oh, this person has good vibes and this person has bad vibes. It's just simply like a different flavor. And sometimes mm-hmm. we're, we're drawn to different flavors. We're drawn to different places. And look at the bottles, the colors, the flowers, right? So Mm. we're collecting flowers from uh, Costa Rica, Iceland, United States, Canada, Singapore, India. Maybe someone else is collecting flowers from the cloud forest in Ecuador. You know, it's like, which kind of, where are you drawn to? And just always Mm -hmm. like, like always trust trust what kind of like zings you the most you know because that'll be it's almost like the person collecting is like a translator or a connector right so look for your tribe in a sense whether it's the flowers or the people and and see where you feel most at home oh I love that I love that thank you so (laughs) much so what would be your highest dream that leaving leaving our audience with um, your highest dream like how can we support your highest dream and what is your highest dream for Lotus Way and flower evolution, like as far as the, 
planet, your own personal journey, everything inside of that. Yeah, well, I'm devoting my entire life to this. So until I mm. die, I will be working with uh, flower remedies and how to get them to the broader public. So get as many, you know, as many of you can try them or share them with your kids. I hear your daughter in the background. Like, yes, <laughs> very much needing some right now, I think. <laughs> imagine like if all our children grew up with yes. them and became used to yes. them, yes. we will live in a different world, right? Mm. And so just spreading the word and enjoying as much as you possibly can. I love that. So uh, tell us where you'd like us to find it. We're, we're gonna have all the links down in the description, down in the description. So where can they find you? Uh, yeah, best place is the website, lotuswaywei.com. We're also on all the main, you know, social media channels and jump on our email list. Um, we're very, very responsive. So if anyone has questions, um, there's a whole team of us waiting to help you here. Thank you so much. And thank you, Katie, for all of your patience with our, you know, family reality, as well as uh, just the conversation being so open and, and authentic and real in your journey and, and sharing um, so much of the wisdom that you're collecting from the world. And putting it out in the world. Thank you for uh, being willing to dive into your own journey to create things for all of us and for yourself. Uh, I'm, I appreciate you. I'm really thankful. I feel like from my whole heart, I feel even emotional just looking at you. I'm so, I'm so thankful for you being on the planet. I'm so thankful that you connected. You found that that spark, that thing that that said, you know, keep going with this and. Um, you're changing lives and I'm, I look forward to continuing to see the journey and I'm going to try something out. If you said they send it our way yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and I hope that I will get the opportunity to, you know, maybe create something with you someday, you know, maybe for my, my midlife moms to be, or something that we can, I don't know. I don't even know what that is, but the idea of, um, creating, there's always something waiting to be had. I don't know. Absolutely. Why is this open? Right. I would love that. Why is this open? <laughs> well, thank you. I'll send you guys a huge care package. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Katie. Have a beautiful day. Right. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Hey, wasn't that fun? It was really great to be in that conversation with you. And definitely go down into the description right now in the podcast and check out Katie Hess's website for Lotus Way and do the flower test uh, quiz and find out what your flowers are and then jump in there and get that 15% off um, because you listen to this podcast and these are magical flowers that will change your life like they have mine. Um, listen to the next podcast that comes up, the little mini one, and you will hear about my own experience. And I can't wait to share that with you. Thank you for listening to our very imperfect parenting podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.